everybody, Jim Malone here, coming to you live on Dallas Trading Floor. <laughs> it's Thursday, and uh, you know here we are once again. Um, and uh, you know it's a, it's a strange one. I um, I I would I stopped out of um, um, of Tesla, and I moved back in, and it closed up a little bit, not a whole lot, um, just. You know, it's still making its move, and you know, I want to be in it. Um, but you know, you got it. You you got to take the good with the bad, and uh, so there you go. I also entered Ford today uh, on the breakout, which is kind of interesting uh, for me, anyways, because you know it's not a normal stock for me. Um, but uh, you know, it's breaking out nicely, and um, you know, we kind of you know we kind of got, uh, it looks like, you know, we got an opportunity there too. So I kind of want to get into uh, some of the charts, but also um, we had a request from the uh, discord room that, um, you know, somebody would like to kind of talk to me a little, uh, would like me to talk a little bit about fundamental analysis today. So I'm going to be covering a little bit of fundamental analysis on, um, you know, you know, kind of what I do and, and how I do that. I, I'm primarily a technical analyst. Basically, what that is, is that's that's looking at the charts and seeing based on the charts and the volume and the price action, kind of where the stock price is going. But I also use fundamental analysis, you know, to fundamentally look at kind of where the, the stock is positioned in the market. Most people are more f familiar with fundamental analysis, like, you know, how are the earnings doing and that kind of thing. So I'm going to get into that a little bit. Now, here's my criteria. I buy typically on the fundamentals and also on the technicals, but I sell on the te on the technicals. So uh, I don't take in fundamental analysis when I'm selling, but I do take it into account when I'm buying. So that can be a very good way to you know to to go about um, you know to go about uh, doing um, you know to to go about uh, you know buying stocks and buying them at the right place, because if you buy a stock at the right place. Uh, many times you'll be rewarded handsomely, um, you know, with a stock action. And, uh, you know, you can be in all the right stocks, but, um, oh, wait a minute, we have no sound. So I apologize. Thank you for that. Um, let's see if I get up here. Make sure my audio, I, you know, it's funny. I, I should, let's, okay, so I should have sound. Let's see if I've got, I should have, I I should have sound here, so so hopefully, eh, hopefully this will work. I'm having a little bit of bandwidth uh, issues once again today. Um, you know, we just can't seem to get enough bandwidth here, but hopefully, uh, you know, that will fix it. But I really appreciate you putting that forward. So let's, without further ado, get into the um, get into the stocks. Um, the market is in a confirmed uptrend. Uh, and I just always want to put that out there because, you know, the fact that it's in a confirmed uptrend makes it possible to, um, you know, to, to, to really move in fully into the stock. Now, of course, it moved from a market trend under pressure to a confirmed uptrend. So we're in a confirmed uptrend. So this is a good time, you know, to be moving into stocks. Now, here's the thing I'm going to show you about fundamental analysis in terms of uh, in terms of the stock. So here we go. Basically, the, the, the stock I'm going to analyze today fundamentally is one you have probably very, very familiar with. And, and, and that is Upstart, which is a, which is a company that, uh, 
that I have been tracking and I'm, you know, I'm looking obviously for the right entry point uh, in, in, into Upstart, but this is the one I'm going to kind of go over on a fundamental, for a fundamental analysis basis. Now, what is fundamental analysis? Well, fundamental analysis, even though I'm showing you a chart here, fundamental analysis is based on the sales and, and, and the position that it is in, that the position that the stock is in the market. For Upstart, the, um, you know, you know, for, for Upstart, the, the way, it, the way it appears is that, you know, this is, the, this is kind of a, kind of a good idea of where it's been. Now, currently, Upstart has a PE ratio of 321. So if you've ever taken a class, uh, you know, if you've ever taken a class at uh, a, a school, they'll always talk about PE ratios and how you should always look for a low PE ratio. Well, in the real world, we don't necessarily look for the lowest PE ratio. We look for a stock where the market is making a move and where the where the where the uh, the the big funds are starting to move into it. But we do look at some fundamental analysis things, and that, that is sales growth. This little column here, this first first little column here is sales growth, and it's by quarter. As you can see, back in June of 2000, basically a year ago, so it um, Upstart lost, their sales were down 47%. But as you can see, coming into September, they it went up, 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 and up. Now, typically a stock that can make a 20% gain, 20% gain in sales every quarter, boy, that's one you want to look at. And Upstart definitely is in that category. In basically starting in September, in December of last year, the fourth quarter of last year, Upstart was losing money. As you can see, it was it was losing money. But all of a sudden, now it's starting to make money. Not only did it, the, the sales were, uh, the uh, profits were up 340 cent, 40% on the quarter that, sh that, uh, that uh, ended on March 21st. And the, the, the most current quarter, the June 20, the, the June quarter, the second quarter, the the um the 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 profits were up a phenomenal 999%. That's as that's as high as it can go. So that's looking really really good. Another thing that I look at very very carefully when I'm looking at stocks is I'm looking to see kind of where the competition is. Now this is the competition in this space: Credit Acceptance Corporation, Santander. Santander is a very large company, by the way. It's based here in Dallas. Regional Management. These are all very very strong. Now, I'm always looking for these to see what the relative strength is of these companies versus the market. Now, what does that mean? Well, a 99 relative strength versus the market means that this company, Atlantis, Atlantic US, that's the name of it, is in the top 1% of all companies right now in terms of its strength against the rest of the market. So with this, with, with this stock upstart, the relative strength is... Um, it's, it's very, very good. It's 98. So it's in the top 2% of all, all of the stocks. So I like to be in those very, very, uh, I like to be in those very, very good stocks, the ones that are basically 90% and above. So the group relative strength, this group is in the top 2% of all of the, all of the areas. So I'm, I'm, I'm fishing in the right hole. Also, you'll notice with Upstart, the number of funds that own this only shares have increased basically every quarter. Last year, 53 funds owned. This year, uh, uh, last Mar this March, the first quarter, 150 funds. This June, the second quarter, 240 funds. And guess what? 
the last quarter that's reported, which was the September quarter, the third quarter, 278 funds. So money is flowing into this issue. That is part of the fundamental lesson. I want something that has high relative strength against the rest of the market, where money is flowing into it, it has increasing sales and increasing profits. So that's what I'm looking for. Now, this is the group that uh, that Upstart is in. Currently, it's the number three ranked group out of 197 different group sectors of the of of the stock market. So I'm looking for something that's very very strong. It's up. This group in in general is up 2.9 percent just today. And the year to date, if you were investing just in a basket of these uh, stocks that are in this finance consumer loans area, with like for instance like an ETF, you would be up 81.93 percent. So that's very very strong. Um, also, there's 31 stocks in this group. The new, the new highs, the making new highs is two. There's no new lows, <laughs> and we are just, we are just very, very strong. So, we are um, the stock rank in the industry group for this one for Upstart. The relative strength is very high. It's one of 31. There's basically it's tied. Um, the, the uh, it's being accumulated. Uh, three out of 31. The uh, the the comp rating. This is the composite rating. One out of one. So this is just very, very good stock everywhere, every, everywhere you're looking. So here I'm going to show you kind of by, you know, what, what uh, of the 25, these are, there's 31 stocks in this group, but there's 25 that I can show you. And you can see the top is this regional management company. Very, very strong. It has an SMR, it has an EPS, it has a rating of 99. This is earnings per share. So I'm looking something that's very, very strong. So uh, Upstart places number eight in the list. So very, very, very good. The current price on Upstart, $330. Um, and then the, the price change to the, the upside, $15. So as you can see, this is a very strong in terms of a stock. So I'm also looking at benchmark criteria. Is the earnings per share um, greater than 80% of the market? No. And this is unfortunate because it just... It turned in just it just turned in this great quarter, but it was it wasn't quite as strong as some of the other ones, so it did fail there. But the relative strength was above 80. Of course, it's 98. That's what it is. It's being accumulated by the funds. It has EPS that's up more than 20% in the last quarter, which it does. Sales are up. Yes, the current price is above $10 because. Funds typically will not buy stocks below $10, so it passes on that. It is 15% off of its all-time high, but it's above that 50-day moving average with volume, and there's five funds or more in it. So it's looking very, very good. This is the fundamental analysis that I typically go through on a stock. So with that said, um, you know, you know that, that's just one of the criteria of that's just one of the criteria of the stock. The next thing I do after I have done the fundamental analysis is I look to see what the chart action is. And this is the technical analysis. I'm looking at basically with technical, I'm looking at price action, that's up here. And I'm also looking at, at, at volume action, which is down here. Now, according to this chart, we have earnings in 12 days. And we have currently, we've pulled down to the 21 day line and we've bounced there. So my guess is coming into earnings, Upstart is very likely to move up to about this 400 level. So we may have as much as $70 price action between now and the time that 
earnings happen. Now, what will happen typically is it will move up to earnings. And then if the earnings are good, sometimes it will gap up. But a lot of times it won't. So what I like to do in this, if I'm buying a stock like Upstart, is I'll buy it. I will wait until the day of earnings or the day right before earnings, and then I will sell it because typically that's where it's at its highest level. So that kind of gives you a really quick study on, you know, technical analysis. Now, by no means is this is is this exhaustive because believe me, there are million things that people look at when they look at technical analysis. Now, I would like to get into the stocks that I'm be buying today. Now, I did buy four today, but I also bought, uh, you know, my old friend here, uh, which is Tesla. And I did I did buy Tesla today. Um, and it, I basically, you know, I, I, I got in, I got stopped out and I got back in at about the, uh, 1064 level. And so I'm up a little bit today. It was up tremendously. Volume is up again. It's still making a higher high composite rating of 99. So this is a stock right now that's moving very, very nicely. If you've been in it, uh, and I'm sure you've done very well. Now, when I first started with Tesla, I was right back here, right below 900, right at this consolidation, right here, and uh, in about the two, uh, the, at the 860 level, I let it ride up, and then I got stopped out when it when it pulled back here. So I got stopped out at at, at 1010. I've tried to get back in twice, I failed, <laughs> and but today hopefully it's closed and it's above that very critical, I think 1065 level. So hopefully with this little consolidation. Tesla will move higher. But basically, I'm going to protect myself by just pushing that stop loss up and hoping that it will go higher. So that is one of the stocks that I am definitely buying today. Now, uh, another stock that you might want to look at, this is the this is the, the IBD stock of the day. And I highly recommend uh, Investor Business Daily, by the way. Um, I get a lot of my stuff from them and I fully you know, I fully acknowledge everything that I get from them, but this is one that is an IPO. Now, normally I don't buy IPOs because initially when it comes up, it will it will it will run up and then it will pull down. So I want to make sure it's seasoned. Well, that's kind of what's happened with this company, Sentinel One, and uh, and basically it 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 ran up from a nice from from the IPO, and then it then then it you know it got um, you know a lot of the first holders sold it, and then. You know, and then it went kind of through the due diligence phase. That's what this is. And then now uh, people are starting to come back into it. And it uh, it is has a relative strength of, of, of 91, which is excellent. But the other stock that we were just showing up, start, that has a relative strength of 98. So it's better. Um, so this one is is looking good. This The pattern on this one, it's what they call an IPO base. Typically, you don't want to buy an IPO when it comes right out of the door because you don't know if it's going to go up or down, but typically it'll go up and then it will get to a, get to a level and then it will kind of do this cupping action. And then when it starts making the move, and this is the this is the 40-day uh, line, that's when you want to start getting into it. So it's about three months it takes. Now, in this, in this little chart, it's about two and a half months, but about three months, you want to wait for a stock uh, to be ready, if it's an IPO, and, and see, how you, see how it's done over that period of time. Uh, and that, uh, but anyways, that is the stock of the day um, for today. Just wanted to show you kind of where my um, my allocation is on my portfolio currently. This is a small portfolio, by the way, and I do uh, I, I do send out links to this that you can take a look and see how I'm trading it. But EOG Resources, we're still in that, 
And by the way, this is a position trade. So each one of these positions is like a pizza slice. And there's eight of them. So I typically have eight positions. Now I have, I'm, I'm basically, I have seven positions uh, allocated and I have one cash position left to see what I'm going to do. So I have EOG resources, Salesforce, innovative industrial properties. I bought this one yesterday. This is the REIT that, that uh, is in the marijuana growing business. They, they have the facilities that the marijuana growers lease from them. Very profitable company. So, uh, then I did buy Ford today. I didn't show you that on the list because I just bought it as it's breaking out. Ford was breaking out today. It still is in a buy zone, by the way. Ford is in a buy zone. So I bought a, I bought a position in Ford. CrowdStrike, of course, this is the computer uh, software company, uh, the uh, computer uh, security company. Very good area. Turnium, this is a steel company here. And then Denver Area Resources is my second uh, oil company. Now, I have two oil companies. Why do I have two oil companies? Well, part of the reason I have two old companies is the oil and gas E&P area, the, the chart I showed you, this is the number two area in the market. This is the best performing area out of, you know, the number one is coal. There's not too much to buy there. And then there's these two that are buyable. So that's why I, I like to have my bets where the money is flowing in the market. And for the last three to six months, the money in the market has been flowing to the oil and gas drillers, primarily not the big integrated companies like the Exxon Mobiles of the world. These are the smaller um, uh, companies that primarily drill you know, uh, on, you know, not 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 offshore, but just you know, on land drilling, uh, you know, in the United States. The, because of the price of gas, natural gas, these companies have done extremely well. So that's one of the ones in there is Denbury. And then one of the other ones is EOG Resources. EOG has done a little bit better than Denbury. It's a little bit bigger company. But basically, this, this group trades as a whole. Now, if you are interested in just buying, you know, buying the whole group, because it's really hard to figure out which one of these ones is going to be the right thing, you might want to look at an ETF called um, the XLP, which is basically this whole group. It's, called, it's a spider select group. And, and basically, it just covers the whole waterfront. So this is a good way if you just don't want to do stock picking, you're just going to look and say, hey, Jim, what's the best group in the market? And I say, well, you know, it's oil and gas. And you say, oh, okay, well, if you buy a Spider Select ESP, uh, uh, XLP, you're going to get that whole group. So that's another good way to do it. It's just to look at which groups are doing best and then buy that ETF. And there's an ETF practically for everything. So. I want to get into kind of what I'm holding currently. I did just show you the, the allocation in the small portfolio. Now, I have other portfolios too, but these are the stocks currently that I'm holding. EOG, of course, we talked about that. That's up a little bit today, 77 uh, cents, uh, a little less than a percent. Salesforce is up again. Uh, Ternium, this is TX, which is the steel company. This is a foreign steel company, interestingly enough. And it trades with, the, if you ever see this thing, it says ADR. That's American Depository Receipt. And what that means is that it's a foreign stock that trades on the New York Exchange through these ADRs. And it's up about 40 cents. So that's looking pretty good. Robert Half, I've had this one for a while. This is the temporary help company. This is the, probably the biggest company in the technical, uh, uh, the technical services uh, temporary help business, Robert Half. And it's been doing quite well. Invesco QQQ, this is the top 100 stocks by... Uh, uh, in in the Nasdaq, and that's been doing quite well. I use this one. Uh, I have money that I need to pay out within the next six months. 
uh, for instance, I have some taxes that I, and I invest them in the QQQ trust typically until I have to cash them out. Uh, this is not really a trading account. This is ETF, this QQQ. But I hold the QQQ so that, you know, instead of just putting it in a bank and getting, you know, uh, you know I have to pay my, my uh, property taxes in January. And right now I have the money to pay them, but I don't want to just sit it in the bank account because I don't make anything in the bank account. With the QQQ, I typically can get, uh, you know, about 15, 20% on my ready money uh, on a yearly basis. So that's what I, I do with this. So that's the QQQ. And sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but right now I'm in it. So it's looking pretty good. CrowdStrike, of course, that's up. Uh, again, that's the computer software company. Denbury, this is the one I was talking about. This is the oil company. It's up a little bit, 11 cents, not too bad. In Innovative Industrial Properties uh, is up as well. Today it's up $6.70, which is really good. And then, of course, I talked about Ford. Um, Ford. Now, on this list, I didn't put... <laughs> I didn't get time to update this list, but also uh, is Tesla is on this list because I did buy that later in the day. So uh, that's kind of what I've got currently uh, in the market. So thank you for bearing with me uh, with this. So let's get to uh, the, the questions. Thanks, everybody, for holding. And let's get up here. And by the way, if you want to get on the action trailer, it's super easy to do just Go to www Dallas Trading Floor. So Han says, "What's about tw thoughts on Twilio and De and and DraftKings? You know, DraftKings is a, is a is a cool company. I, I definitely like it. Let's pull up the charts here, and well, hopefully I can get it right. There we go. All right, so let's pull up those charts. I'm showing you all the stuff behind the scenes, and <laughs> there it is. Okay, so let's pull up the chart um DraftKings. okay takes a second for you know i'm getting this freeze up on uh, on these uh you know so i i don't see why it's going on but i'm getting some freeze up on the uh on the charts so here we go All right, we're still trying to get trying to get the. Hopefully, it'll give me the the ch chart here in this. <laughs> Just not doing it. Oh yeah yeah okay. So here we go. Here's the chart for DraftKings, and, and we're looking at the weekly chart. So I'm gonna I'm gonna click over to the daily chart here really quickly, to see kind of kind of what the action is on it. Now I do have a reversal line. Uh, um, that I, that I have put in, I've, I've been, you know, I've been, uh, in this, looking at this stock obviously for a long time and I've owned it. Um, but right now it's not a good time to buy the stock. And the reason it isn't 
is because it's below what they call the 200-day moving average. That's this black line here. The problem with the 200-day, the problem with it, the problem when a stock is moving below that 200-day line is that it that means that the 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 funds are moving out of the stock. So right now. Um, the investment is not piling into this stock. It's actually piling out of this stock. So that's part of the reason we don't want to look at it because we don't want to buy a stock that is moving lower. And that's definitely, that's definitely the case here. This stock is moving, currently is moving lower. There we go. Yeah. As you can see, the trend on this is going from like Seattle to Miami. We don't want to, we don't want to take that trip. <laughs> we want to take a trip from Los Angeles to New York. That's what we want to do here. So right now, this is in a downward trend, not looking good. Uh, and it is below the 200 day line. So here's what I would do, Hans, with, um, uh, you know, with, uh, with DraftKings. With DraftKings, I just think you've got to be, um, I, I just, I just think you've, got to be super careful and and with DraftKings you know I just um, you know it's not a buy and, and and that's just it's just really that you know that's just really it it's just it's just not a buy right now we can't really do anything with DraftKings because it's below that very critical um, very critical 200 day moving average so I would not buy this one at this time. Just, just wouldn't, just, just wouldn't, just wouldn't buy this one um, right now. It's, it's just not looking, <laughs> it's not looking good. Now Twilio, let's look see if Twilio's. So let's check in with Twilio. TWLO, and this is kind of a cool stock because it's in the sort of in the virtual telecom space, uh, and it's done. You know, it's had some very good action. Uh, on it in the past, but let's take a look at it now. This is Twilio. You know, we we it, it's it's sort of one of those things. We've fallen and we can't get up, can't, can't get up. So this stock has, as you can see, and I'm, I'm hopefully you can see it. It's fallen. It did have. It went through these earnings, and boy oh boy, they didn't like these earnings. Boy, it, the, the reaction was really bad from this. You know, we had it move down. Just you know, it just moved. Let's see, <laughs> from about 350 all the way down to, yeah, it just, it, 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 it just, um, you know, we just, it just, this action just is not what you want to see. And this is basically based on the, um, the this, this is based on the earnings. So this is why it's so, so, so important. If you're coming into, uh, an, if you're coming into earnings, like, like this one was, if you're not up 10%, I would highly recommend selling at least half of your position before earnings. And the reason I and the reason I say this is because it can be a killer. Uh, you know, you can you can give away all of your all you know you can give away all of your um, all of your earnings very very quickly just by not selling um, not selling as a stock comes into. Um, you know, not not selling a stock as it comes into earnings. It just it sometimes just it just works out that way on you, and uh, it's very 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 painful uh, to do that. So with both of those, both Twilio and DraftKings, I would say no.
on that. Unfortunately, I would say no on that. And, uh, you know, we can't, <laughs> we can't really do either. So, Hey, thanks, Ella. Thank you very, very much for, 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 um, for, uh, for looking at the show. Hopefully you're going to, you know, hopefully you're going to hear this because I'm a little bit of bandwidth issues. I'm sorry about that. Um, what are your thoughts on BT? And of course, this BT is Peabody Cole and Docs. And of course, let's look at, let's, uh, you know, uh, let's look at Peabody first. P, BTU, very interesting, very interesting stock. It's the number one stock in the number one group. And that is very interesting because I don't own BTU. Uh, it's one of the biggest, it, it, I think it is the biggest coal company in the world. But this is, this is, this is, this BTO, which is which is Peabody Coal, and it has been pulling back. It is it is it is true that it it they are selling a lot of coal, primarily to China and places like that. But it appears uh, it 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 appears that it's pulling back. So would I buy it right now? Well, relative strength is excellent in ninety nine. But remember, um, you know the fundamental analysis is very important in this, obviously, and that fundamental analysis is that uh, the coal group is the number one group. But you gotta look at the technical analysis too. So based on my formula of buying on the, uh, um, you know, looking at both the fundamentals and the technicals, when you're buying a stock, right now it would definitely be a check mark on the fundamentals, but it wouldn't be a check mark on the technicals. So I probably would not buy this one. This is in the number one group, but let's look at this whole group in, in particular because I think it's very instructive of kind of you know where the money is flowing in the market, and the thing about the energy coal group is that it's not a very it's not a very big area of the market. It just really isn't. So it, this the, even though it's number one, this is a tough one to invest in. Here's what I would say with this group. I this is part of the reason I haven't invested in it is because of the size, and I'm having problems with my with my window gathering here. Hold on. Um, the problem with this is even though this is in the best group, uh, it just still has issues related to, uh, it, it has issues. So I would not be a buyer of this one, even though it's number one. So the current price is above $10. That's good. Volume is good. And the number of funds in it are good, but the trend isn't looking good. It looks like it's going to pull back. So I would say no on uh i i i would say no right now on docs i mean on uh, uh p so let's go over to docs and see if uh you know see if there we can we can uh, get anything there i'm i'm a bit sorry about this bandwidth issue i i wish you know I've, i'm directly plugged into the network too which is amazing docs let's see if i can get uh a chart on docs here just there we go and this is Docsemity, of course and this is the interesting this is an interesting company this is of course an online platform um you know for doctors uh, uh sort of a cloud-based thing and it's it's kind of a cool idea um you know i do think though just like with teledoc this area may have a lot of competition very very quickly now i did i i, I did buy this one as it completed the as it as it completed the the IPO base, this is what I was been talking about. This is what they call the IPO base. It typically will come up. It will come up to to a resistance. It will cup, and then typically, if you want to get into stock, it usually 
that's the place to do it. Now, unfortunately, when I did this one, I got into the stock, but it went down, so I was stopped out. I haven't been back since. Currently, the trend on this stock is downward. So we can't buy this one, unfortunately, right now. Even though I really like the area, the fact is the relative strength is getting better, but right now it's in a downward trend. So this is not something... Uh, this is not something we could buy right now. Right now, this stock is basically, um, it's, it's in a downward trend. So so don't buy it here. Really, because what we, we don't, we, we just want, you know, we want to buy stuff as it's moving higher, and um, you know, it, it's not really a falling knife situation, but it's in a downward trend. And when a stock is in a downward trend, that's not a good place to buy it. It's just it's easier. You know, if you just if you just use that rule, you're going to save yourself a lot of grief. And one of the reasons that you are is because if you're buying in an upward trend, you're going to you're going to increase the chances of success tremendously. So what I try to do is I try to screen only for stocks that typically are in the best areas of the market and are in an upward trend. And that way um, I'm eliminating, you know, some problems. And then from there, I'm further refining it down to the stocks that have the best price action and also are being acquired by the big fund. So that's kind of what I do. And so I'm a sort of what they call a swing trader. But sometimes if the swing trade goes well, then I will then I will increase my position and hold it long term. But but I am primarily a swing trader. And that's why I, I'm always wanting to buy the best merchandise that I can, because remember, I'm typically not buying to hold it forever. I'm I'm typically holding I'm typically buying it only to um, I'm typically buying it only to trade it. So I want to buy the stuff that I can reset kind of like a. 7-Eleven. I only have the. Uh, I try to get the best merchandise that people are wanting the most, and that's the merchandise that I like to to buy because I'm because I'm going to be reselling it. So that's kind of the thing. I don't. I, I try not to fall in love with anything, and uh, I try to you know just buy the things that that somebody's going to want uh, and pay a little bit more uh, in a few weeks, and and that's kind of what I'm looking for now. Uh, Apple did announce earnings. Their, apparently, their earnings were not that good. Uh, you, you know, were not that good, but <laughs> it still went up after hours. So this is this is a peculiar thing. Now let's now they say that it wasn't that good, but you know they've got earnings. So they maybe missed on maybe they missed on guidance. I'm looking at the fundamentals here. Yeah, well, <laughs> they look pretty good to me. I mean. Maybe I'm missing something. I heard uh, kind of through the refund that that they had missed, but boy, it doesn't look like it here. Um, their sales are up 36% and their profits are up 100%. Man, you can't do better than that. I mean, you know, um, I mean, it's it's been struggling as a little bit as of late. I mean, Apple's been struggling a little bit as of late, but boy, I I like this action on Apple right now. I'm gonna I'm looking at the weekly chart over here, uh, and I did you know I've sold my position. I've kind of been well waiting for strength. Now, you know, I may be I may be a buyer of Apple because it looks like it might finally be able to power through that 150 level. And that's a key level for it. Really the buy point for Apple though is about 157. It's right up here 
Um, but this is looking very, very good. So, you know, I do think, you know, based on this, after hours, it's off a little bit. It moved up. Yeah, this is interesting. So it, it moved up. <laughs> very, very interesting. So it moved up in anticipation of good earnings, and then it pulled back. Isn't that interesting? So this is part of the reason why I always say sell into earnings don't hold through earnings unless you have a 10 percent cushion the reason is is because a lot of times no matter and, and i'm looking at this chart and i'm saying wow this is a good this is this is this is a really good chart uh you know wow it should be uh it should be looking a lot better than this but you know it's just one of those weird things so I'm kind of moving the deck chairs around here on the Titanic <laughs> um, so that so that I'm not looking off into the distance like I was before. There we go. Kind of moving it. Yeah, there we go. So that's looking that's looking a little bit better. Maybe I can kind of do that. <laughs> uh, and then we're, we're kind of just arranging things here on the desk. So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Look at how much of a hit it took after hours. So. You know, this one might be a buy tomorrow. We don't know, but uh, it's this is still buyable. It's above the reversal line. Let's see how this bottoms because this is definitely going to bottom out. There's no question about it. Um, you know, we're going to see we're going to see Apple bottom out here, and um, you know, it may it may be um, kind of yeah. There we go. So now I'm actually <laughs> okay. A little bit of a, a little bit of a glitch. There we go. So now I'm looking more at the charts uh, than I was before. Okay, let's kind of. There we go. All right. Okay. So. So Apple is looking fairly good. Let's let's look at Ford. Now I did buy Ford. Uh, I I did. I did buy Ford today, and that uh, we'll see how I did after hours. I haven't checked it in about two hours, so I don't quite know how my how my entry is doing. But uh, okay, it's off a little bit in after hours. I bought it at 17.03, which probably was a little bit high. It's pulled back, but it seems to be gaining some strength. It's off about five cents. 16.80 after hours, a little bit a little bit weaker, but look at the volume. It's coming into it. It this was the typical cup and then handle and then and then it uh, and then it moved it moved up so hopefully this <laughs> i'm trying to get uh, to see maybe lost my screen All right let's see if i can somehow get back here <laughs> all right See if I could just. Sorry about the folks. I'm I'm having. Yeah. Hopefully I can get back into. It'll give me. It'll it'll allow me back in. I just seem to have be having some issues. Here. Okay, I don't seem to be seeing any of the, there we go. Okay, so let's see if it <laughs> will let me. Oh, man, it's just not working today. Hold on. 
I'm sorry about this. Adjusting the windows on my machine. I'm, I'm having some bandwidth issues here, unfortunately, and it's just it's not letting me display um, these. Okay, hopefully this will let me now. All right. There we go. Okay. Um, so let's see if I can, let's see if I can get out and uh, see this here on, come on, baby. There we go. Okay. I think I'm back now. Sorry about all that. Uh, that, but anyways, that is Ford. So Ford, um, you know, we came in pretty good, pretty good price, and uh, hopefully it will hold. Uh, but I definitely think it's viable, and uh, I also think Apple may be viable after this uh, this earnings. So now that we've we're through earnings, I think that's a very very positive thing. So thank you for bearing with me with my with my uh, my bandwidth issues. Let's look at Facebook now. Facebook has just been taking an absolute swan dive, and uh, you know, I just, yeah, I, it's been, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Facebook. I haven't been in Facebook really in a few months, so I haven't really um, been able to, uh, been, been re really been able to tell on that. But let's, let's see if we, you know, let's take a look at the Facebook chart here. You know, we just have this continuing downward trend. And, uh, you know, it's right now, it looks like it may get some support. It 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 may get some support at the um, at the 200-day line. Um, hopefully, I can. There we go. It may get some support at this 200-day line, but it may not. And so, I would just I would be I would just be careful with with uh, um, with Facebook right now. It's really not in a place that you can buy it. So, uh, what I would what I would say with Facebook is, um, you know, you know, Facebook just isn't viable here. And and I don't you know I I don't know exactly on with them but I think that they had a, I don't know if they have a drop in revenues I'm not sure but Facebook just just isn't viable right now it it uh, it's really not looking it's it's not looking good uh, the chart is a downward trend don't want to buy that downward trend it's below the 200 day line so I would just say you're going to have to you know at least for right now. Uh, you're probably going to have to wait on Facebook. So I would not buy Facebook uh, at this uh, at this juncture. Just just would just would not buy Facebook right now. Let's look at UNG and see what can we have anything there. And there we bring this up. There we go. United. Oh, 
This is looking good. Yeah, this is definitely something that uh, this is an ETF that covers. I, I haven't been in this one, but this is a this is a very good idea. Uh, United States National Gas Fund. There's going to be huge, huge amounts of shortages of natural gas this coming winter. So this is not a bad idea. This is not a bad place. This is not a, something that's. This is not a bad place to buy. So I like the idea of this one, and it looks like it's bouncing off of that. The um, the 21 day uh, moving average. I, I I do like this a lot. This is a this is a good idea. Nice checklist. 78. Now remember, this is not a stock. This is an ETF. So, um, but it's looking very very good. I like the uh, you know I like the fundamentals of course on this, and uh, and, and actually the technical action is very good. It looks like it's come down, tested that 40 day line, and it looks like it's moving up. It's trading above that 21-day line. Typically, do not. I typically like to buy when a stock pulls back to this 21-day line. That's a good place to buy it. So I think that uh, Facebook, I'd say no, but uh, with with uh, UNG, the the uh, the the ETF, the natural gas ETF. So I would say no on Facebook. Yes. on UNG that's that's kind of that's kind of how I would that's kind of how I would play it um, so it's it you know Facebook just isn't viable now but uh, UNG definitely yes so, so that's looking pretty good all right let's take a question from TikTok thank you very much thanks for holding for all this stuff um amazon is dead <laughs> well amazon may be splitting i heard a kind of a rumor and i don't know if it's true um you know amazon might be splitting let's 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 look in on amazon because that's a key stock and uh i don't own it right now but uh if there were any stock that was um ripe for a <laughs> If ripe for a split, it would be Amazon. I don't know if they're going to do it, obviously. But one thing I am seeing here is that there looks like there is a reversal. And it looks like it's reversing off that 200-day line. So this is good action. It's moved above the, 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 the diagonal here. That's the reversal line. And it's bounced off the 200-day line. So this is actually pretty decent action. I want to look at the weekly chart for Amazon to see kind of if you know, if there's anything that we can kind of glean from it, it's been relatively flat, you know, it's in this consolidation range on the weekly chart and it looks like it's possibly heading up once again. So if, if we're looking, you know, solely on a, on a sort of a swing trade here, you possibly could do a swing trade here, uh, uh, you know, buying it basically about this 3319 level. Boy, it's off a lot. Look at that. It's off 3%. Uh, they just went through the earnings. I guess the earnings just doesn't look good. Let's let's look at let's let's go and see if the uh, they've posted the results. Just doesn't look good. Yeah, well, no, look at that. It's the sales were up twenty seven percent, and the profits were up forty seven seven percent. But God, you know the the market didn't like that. Can you believe that? Big sell off. This is also why, again, you know, I keep reiterating this, but this is why you don't want to um, you want to sell in things and then and then wait for it to come through and see how it's doing after earnings. And then that's where you want to kind of possibly come in. So if you're not up 10% on earnings, be really careful and, you know, possibly consider 
you know, selling uh, before you go through earnings. And then that way you can keep some more of your money because, you know, um, a lot of times what will happen, it'll come through earnings, it'll disappoint, and then, you know, boom, it will come, it will come right back. Now, I got, I had, I sold my, my, uh, my shares of Lending Club primarily because, uh, <laughs> because, because I was doing the same thing. This is an example of, you know, I'm not always, I'm definitely not always right on this one. I don't, I sold my, my, my shares of Lending Club basically. And, um, you know, and then boom, earnings were excellent. It went way up. So, you know, we might have a new opportunity here. There isn't really a good base pattern to buy this one off of. Unfortunately, um, I did buy it. I did, I did buy this one. Um, basically it wasn't really a technically a correct, a, a proper base, but I did buy it right in here as it made. Yeah. I did buy it as it moved above 3330 and I wrote it up there a little bit and then I put my stop loss very tight and then I got stopped out. See there, my stop loss was at 42. Yeah. At 42 and I got stopped out. So, um, you, you know, I may be back in this one. This is looking very good. Um, you know, it really ran up into it right before earnings and then it pulled back a little bit. So let's just kind of see how lending club traded and on the 30 minute chart to see kind of how it looked. Cause I haven't been, I wasn't looking at this one today. Yeah. Look at that beautiful gap up today on earnings and then it pulled back. So this one may get some support at about, at uh, about 39. So we shall see, <laughs> we shall, we shall see what happens, you know, what happens with lending club. So. Uh, that's a good one uh, as well. ALCS. Don't know about ALCS. Let me. I don't know this ticker offhand. Let's take a look. And now ACLS. I'm sorry, my mistake. ACLS. And again, I didn't. I didn't recognize this ticker right off the bat. There we go. Excellus Technologies. Huh. Okay, well, that's interesting. Um, Excellus is dry strip and other precision process equipment for the fabrication of ICs. Okay, so this is an IC equipment company, which is very good. It definitely is pulled right into the buy zone. That's excellent. The pivot on this one was 52.80, which is very good. Um, 52.80 on that pivot. And uh, yeah, it looks... Uh, it looks very good. It looks very good. Relative strength is 95, uh, but the earnings are in six days. So I probably wouldn't buy this one. Probably wait through it to go through earnings, but it's looking very good. This is definitely watch listable. No question about it. This uh, You could definitely watch list uh, ACLS. You definitely could. It's got a 100% checklist. Look at that. Wow. That's really, really good. So I think uh, with this one, because it's really only because of the earnings, that I would that I would do this, but because earnings are so close, uh, you know, I would watch list this one. So, you know, so so watch list for now. That's kind of that's kind of my take on this one. This is very good. This is I wasn't aware of this particular stock. Um, wasn't really uh, familiar with this, but it's looking very good. Hundred percent checklist there which is something you don't see a whole lot of and um, very, very nice action on the chart here. So very good. Very, very, very good. All right. Well, thank 
Thank you for that. That that I, I'm definitely putting that in my watch list. Uh, Excellus Technologies, interesting, interesting area. Uh, very, you know. So thanks for bringing that to my attention. Um, let's see. Uh, take a question. TikTok. Um, oh, Facebook changes name to Meta. Uh, it will go big. Uh, in the Meta- maybe. I mean, the metaverse. You know, they, that's a big deal. We'll see. You know how they do. Uh, they're off today. Uh, more likes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for liking me, by the way. By the way, if you're watching right now, super duper easy. I'm actually showing all these charts on, um, I'm, I'm showing all these charts on uh, the, uh, on here. And uh, it's on, it's on Facebook. It's on, um, at this, at this address, um, and which is uh, HTTP, it's, it's, it's this address right here bit.ly slash dtf for chen so if you go to that address you'll be getting a live feed of the show as it's going on so thank you for that all right uh let's take another question thanks for holding here and this is let's see is it too late for tesla well mary i don't think so i mean it's extended um, you know, and I've been buying it. Um, so I, I don't think so necessarily. I, um, now, now here's, if you're going to buy Tesla, it's going to, it's going to move around a little bit, uh, because it's, it's moved way up. It's, it, it closed today. Let's see what you get after hours price, uh, at 4 PM at the bell, it was a uh, thousand and seventy seven a share. And after hours, it's pulled back just slightly, but not a lot. So I would say that it you know it looks like you possibly could get in now here's the thing with tesla and again you know i'm a big tesla fan here's what i would do i I would do a kind of a special order on this one and and that would help us get into um you know you know get into it at the right price and this is this is sometimes the way i will buy a stock it's with what they call a buy stop limit order and and the way that works is is that we? It's a special kind of order that if the if the stock price goes above a certain price, then it will buy you in at a, a certain at at another price. So here's what I would recommend if you want to get in to Tesla. I don't think it's too late. I really don't. Um, I would set a, a buy stop limit order for um, the stop equaling thousand and seventy nine dollars and then the limit equaling thousand seventy nine dollars and ten cents well what do i mean by that for this but this is how i would get into this is this is how I would get into the in, into the stock. I would set this special kind of order. It's called a buy stop limit order, where the stop would be equal to about a thousand and and seventy nine, and then the limit order. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to switch over to the daily chart. I have a, this marked up with a lot of stuff on it, so it's kind of hard to see. So I'm going to move over to the daily. Yeah, there we go. As you can see, and this shows it better. This is this little dotted line here is nine hundred. That's where it moved through its pivot. I still think it can move higher. As you can see there, I bought in at 1072.83 today. 
and set my stop loss at 10.42. Okay, right here. So, but I still think you can get into the stock because I, I, it, it probably is going to pull back a little bit tomorrow, but then I think it will continue its journey up. That's why you want to use this buy stop limit order because it will only actuate if the stock moves above 1,079. If it moves above 1,079, then it will immediately place an order for to buy the shares at 1,079 and 10 cents. So it will only will activate. It will only buy your shares if it moves higher. Currently, the price is 10.77. So in the after hours, it's below. So if tomorrow, so this is so that so, so that if you if you do this kind of order, if tomorrow, for instance, you 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 would just buy it at market. Well, it could possibly go down. But if you do this buy stop limit order, it gives you a little protection because as the stock moves higher, it will buy it in at 10.79. Now, as it's bought in, you want to immediately come in very quickly and put a stop loss in very, very tight within maybe 2% of where uh, where you bought if this if this works. So this is a little bit safer way to buy it down. Now, this is above, this is extended, and it's above the normal high point. So this is not necessarily the best place to buy it, but it but you, we may not get another chance. So if you use the buy stop limit order, you might be able to... Um, you might be able to 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 do to do something. Let's look at Snap. This is probably going to be the last chart for today uh, because I'm afraid I'm almost at the end of time. I could just go on for hours with this. You probably couldn't stand it, but uh, I, I do. I do enjoy it. So Snap, S N A P, and let's bring that chart up, and hopefully we'll get that one up right now. S N A P. Hopefully that will bring it up in just a second. A little bit slow on the take. Yeah, it looks like you know we we had those earnings and then just fell, and boom, we've gotten some support right here, just above 50. So currently it's at 54.17, um, and it looks like it's getting some support. Would I buy it here? No, I would not buy it here. Would not buy it here because it's it's trending below the 200-day line. So right now I just wouldn't buy. It's it's not a good time for Snap, unfortunately. Um, so you you know would not buy Snap right now. So that's just really the thing. So you know don't buy Snap at this time. So I really I just I can't recommend buying it because it's below the the 200-day line, and it it still hasn't. Oops, it still hasn't. That was for Tesla. There we go. So don't buy Snap right now. Just not a good time. Not a good time to be buying Snap, unfortunately. Like the stock, don't like the chart action. This fails on this. This again. This is a classic case of it. It uh, it it definitely wins on the fundamentals, but it doesn't. The the technical action is not good on the stock. So I would not buy this at this level. So that's that's um, you know that's kind of the deal for Snap. Uh, I can't really can't really see it. All right, let's probably take one. Oh, the sounds okay. Baba, Twitter. Thank you very very much. Okay, um, sounds okay on the phone. Isn't that interesting? That's weird. I, I wonder why that's the case. Geez, sometimes sometimes I, I, you know, I have I have issues with this. So I don't know what I don't know what's going on with that. I'm having a little bit of bandwidth. Let me see. Make sure that I'm. Yeah. I should I should be I should be broadcasting 
on that. Let's check the camera again. Yeah, that camera's good. And the audio should be fine. So sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but don't buy Snap right now. Yeah, that's just kind of my kind of my take on it. So I would not buy Snap at this time. All right. Probably one last question here. Let's look at you have sound probably is oh okay okay that okay you have sound okay <laughs> sorry about that yeah so snap really isn't a buy be very very careful about this Shalish. just really do it because it's below the 50 day line so no on snap unfortunately all right let's take a look at stne uh see if there's anything there stne and Hopefully that'll come up. Yeah, there we go. Stunko. <laughs> and this this was a cool one. I, I I did you know this is in the financial services area. It's a Brazilian company. Um, it looks like they just do they just go through earnings now. Yeah, unfortunately right now this is just not the one you want to buy. Ouch, this is no good, unfortunately. So unfortunately with Stunko, I have to say, uh, you just this is you don't want to buy it, you just don't want to catch a falling knife on this one. So I wouldn't buy this one. Yeah, shoot. Because uh, I because I really I like exposure to the Brazilian market. I think they're I think in the next year or two they're going to do very very well. I like a lot of the companies, but boy, I just can't recommend this one. Unfortunately, uh, Stunco, you just can't catch a falling off. It's just gone down. It's below the 200 day line. So I just have to say, ouch! It's not working. <laughs> it's it's not working. Unfortunately, so. I can't, I can't recommend Stone Co. Well, if you want to get on the action trailer, it's super duper easy to do. Just go to www.dallastradingfloor.com, and this show, this show is is uh, uh, is bitly b i t l slash d t f four one zero. So that's the that's the number of this show. If you want to take a look at it again, um, and all of them are archived on YouTube, so it's super easy to do. If you go to DallasTradingFloor.com, uh, uh, a kind of a, a kind of a cool thing. So I'll kind of show you that really quickly. Uh, and uh, this is our um, th this is this is our action trailer. Well, hopefully it will let me do that. No. No, does not want to let me do that. <laughs> I'm doing something wrong there. That's for sure. Well, maybe if I do that and let me go there. Okay, that seems to be the issue. So if you go to DallasTradingFloor.com, it looks kind of this it's going to look kind of like this and and this is our free action trade alerts so if you just put in your first name sms if that's how you like to keep be contacted and your email address by the way you can you can uh, um you can uh, uh quit anytime you like so just just so i can put out the action trailers we're going to put i'm going to probably send out the ready list uh probably today or tomorrow and this is a good this is a good place to look for stocks that are getting running getting set up that are looking good um also this is the broadcast today dallas trading floor number number 419 
there. And then uh, we also have down here, down here, the list of the highly rated stocks under $10. Now, the last time I updated this was on October 22nd. So I may be having some 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 more information there as well. But look look to Dallas Trading Floor to find out. Um, we do have a special trading service. Now, this is a pay service. It's $30 a month and well worth it. A lot of people have had some very, very good results being on the special trading. And, and, I, and I trade uh, with this open all day, and I try to answer all the questions I possibly can from everyone and it's not just me there's many great traders on that on that floor that have that on 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 this that have done extremely well so uh, it's not just me it's other good traders and it's a great place just as kind of a sounding board to bounce bounce ideas and uh, and that kind of thing if you want to learn the system that i use it's it's called can slim and i have a link to it right here in the dallas trading floor um uh, site, but basically what this is, and this is the system that I use, and this changed my life, by the way. This is How to Make Money in Stocks, A Winning System, Good Times or, by, or Bad by William O'Neill. And this, if you if you take and you look at this and you read this, you will start to understand a heck of a lot about the stock market. Don't just guess. That's the thing. What William O'Neill did, uh, you know, in the 1960s was revolutionary. He took every stock and he ran it through a battery of tests using an IBM 360, if you can believe that, punch cards. And he discovered which are the most winning stock patterns. He, he, he is really, you know, he's not, he's not the first one for technical analysis. That probably was Jesse Livermore. But he's one of the greats in terms of technical analysis. He's one of the great traders of all time. He's now retired, but uh, the IBD, the Investor Business Daily, is based on his system. So highly, highly, highly recommend getting a copy of this book and just kind of looking at it because it will pay for itself many times over. And of course, if you're in the Discord room, we hope that'll pay for itself too. So that's also available at that site. So until um, tomorrow uh, at 3.30, I'm going to sign off now, but let's see if there's any last questions. Want to become famous? Well, I hope that, uh, oh, let's let's do one last one on, thank you for Matt, man, on Lucid. And and let's see, because you know that's been going up tremendously, you know. And, and here I was poo-pooing it, so well. Yeah. Um, so let me go to the charts on that, and um, let me pull the charts back up. Let's do Lucid, kind of the last one, and pull those up in just a second. There we. Go. Hopefully we'll get through that. There we go. go to Lucid. So now it should should come up here. And this is Lucid. Um, you know, it's just really, really moving. I think I think basically for Lucid, I would buy it potentially above 40 right here. So we, we definitely because basically what's happened is IPO. It's an IPO 
space and it's now come all the way back up and so we want to start possibly looking at this at the higher high now after hours it's up a little bit so it's got a lot of strength there's a lot of people that are wanting to buy this um <clears throat> and so i do think with the relative strength of 97 we possibly could start nibbling on this possibly tomorrow it's only got a 56 checklist which is a little bit concerning to me this is an ipo this 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 company does not have any profits or um or sales so so that's you know it is it is a it is a big risk as you can see this is the reversal line that i've drawn basically the the top of the consolidation is right about here it's about about 42 or so so <clears throat> the question is can you buy this well let's see if it can hold this number let's see how it opens up tomorrow i want to see if it can hold on to this and move higher so yes you could probably definitely could buy it but i wouldn't buy it right out of the gate i wouldn't buy it within the first two hours let's see if it can move above this price uh this 36 range so here's how i would look to possibly buy um you know to 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 possibly buy lucid i mean and it, it, it's very interesting i would not buy a full position on this one but what I might do on this one is a buy stop limit Oops. order where the limit, or in other words, this is where the stop, that's where this is going to actuate, would be equal to about $40. Okay, and the, the, the um <clears throat> the limit would be equal to forty dollars and ten cents so why again why would i do it why, why would i why would i do something like that well the reason i would do something like that is we only want to buy a stock like this as it's moving to a higher high so if tomorrow it opens up and it kind of poops out we won't buy it but if it but if it has some more juice and it moves up through 40, then we're going to buy it. So we only want to buy it as it's moving up. And the way we can do that is with this buy stop limit order. So that's how I would handle Lucid. But because it's a very, very interesting stock. I have in Lucid currently, but I may I may do that because I, I, I've always, always, always want to buy on an upward trend. And if it doesn't make that $40, you see, then we won't buy it because it won't meet that stop limit. So basically the way the buy stop limit order works is that if the stock goes up to $40, then it will offer to buy those shares at $40.10. So it's going to capture it as it moves through a resistance. So that's kind of how I would say uh, I would do, I, I would do uh, Lucid. But for right now, I would probably be a little, little bit more circumspect and I probably would not uh, I would not buy it uh, until until I saw it a little bit more power. See if it has any staying power. Well, thank you for watching the show. I'll be back tomorrow at 3.30, same time. And uh, I appreciate it, everybody. And uh, do, oh, by the way, we do have the free action trailers. It's free. It's, of course, just go to DallasTrainingFloor.com.